right after Shocks TV, thanks for everyone for joining me once again this week for another episode here. And we got a couple of gentlemen. One you'll you've seen a few times here on Aftershocks over the years. I think it's the fourth time we've we've had them on here. But we've uh, we got the guys from Sons of Silver. We got, of course, vocalist uh, guitarist Peter Adjaropoulos, and we got bassist Adam Curry joining us today. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us, Matt. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Well, guys, let's uh, you know, um, Peter, just real quick. I was. Um, you know, as I was watching the, the video for telling me this, you know, right after the, the video, obviously, read them, their rights popped up, man. I just can't believe it's been over four years since you guys put out the Doomsday uh, Noises EP. Uh, when, don't, when don't, rush don't rush us there. Don't rush us. It's nearly four years. It's like, you know. Is it? Three, oh, three, yeah, you're right. Months. So, you know. Oh, you're right. Well, actually, it's yeah. March, right? So it's almost four years, I think, to the to the day well, with the pandemic, I should say. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, but almost four years, man. I can't believe how long it is. But uh, well, let's get into it, guys. Uh, tell me this. All right, so latest single from Sons of Silver, uh, off the upcoming full length Runaway Emotions that's coming out uh, pretty soon, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, first full length for you guys now after two EPs to start your career. Uh, with the band uh just another excellent track on this one i love it i love that main riff it it kind of reminds me a little bit of like an older like sort of acdc type of riff it's just got that you know just that good old school rock and uh vibe to it. it's got great hooks throughout it's got you know it's just a catchy song that you guys uh you know are, are known for you write some great catchy riffs and hooks on all your tracks um and i i did i believe i read somewhere that this track was originally i guess shelved Right. And then you guys brought it kind of back or at least the, the riff itself was, I think, shelved. Uh, so talk, I guess, about tell me this and the reasoning, I guess, why you kind of shelved it and brought it back as, as a first single off the, the new album. It's uh, it, it was well, it was shelved because it wasn't quite happening. I, I brought the riff to the band. It was it was just sort of like a guitar in front of the TV exercise for me. I brought mm -hmm. it to everyone. And, and you know, and I've I, I had a an idea of some chord changes for a chorus and some melody for a chorus and it was originally called now hear this uh, and we worked on it you know for a few hours maybe over a couple days a couple rehearsal sessions and, and and you know we were starting to get somewhere with it but it wasn't quite getting over the top and we had other priorities so we shelved it and and often we'll do that because um, we don't want to beat something up if we think there's something there but we're not quite able to make it happen we'll just sort of set it aside let it let it stew a little bit in the back of our minds and, and wait for you know another time when we can you know take a crack at it and see if we can you know push it over the top so to speak yeah yeah shelved is kind of a misleading term it wasn't so much that we put it away because we didn't like it we just knew we hadn't finished it yeah so sometimes when you get to a certain spot you kind of have to like put something down and clear your head and come back to it and try and get a fresh perspective so that's what we really had to do with this one yeah okay so what was it that I guess, you know, made you realize, well, let's, did you just kind of decide, let's kind of throw it out there again and see if it, it stuck? I think I did read something about with, with Mark, you know, now in the fold as the drummer, that's what kind of, was that one of the reasons why you brought it back? Because he's got maybe more of a, a straight up rock. And I mean, from what I hear, he's just more of a straight up rocker, uh, maybe compared to Dave, who I know was, more, you know, a, a very finesse drummer who could do, I mean, pretty much anything he could rock too, but he was definitely more of a, I think, a finesse type of drummer. There, you yeah, know. but I, I was gonna say I think it's just more that he it was a new guy and a new perspective. He was hearing it for the first time with fresh ears, and also okay. we we all picked up some energy having you know a new person. It's when you change things up a little bit, 
Um, you go from being really nervous to can you get somebody that's going to do the job the way we need it to be done uh, more um, flow wise than anything else. And then once you realize that you've got somebody that's doing it, then you're excited. Then it was like, hey, well, let's have a shot at this one. Yeah, that that, that was basically in, in fact, they actually play. There's a, there are a lot of similarities between the two in, in, in the way they they play the drums, you know, and, and not necessarily the way they approach the drums, but the way they play is very similar. Their feel, I should say. Mark is, is more, there's a more punk in, uh, sort of energy to him. He hits the drums harder, not too hard, but he hits them a little harder with more authority, I should say. So that lends itself, you know, to more rock and roll, straight ahead rock and roll songs. Um, but uh, yeah, like Adam said, it was it was just new energy. We were excited. And, and, and in the meantime, I had done a little work on it on the song i had you know tweaked the, the chorus melody a bit i had i had revised the chorus lyric still didn't have the rest of the lyrics but mm -hmm. but uh then when i brought it back it, it, there was something for us to to work on you know as far as okay we we know what we had before wasn't happening but now there's a new twist to it so let's work on that and likewise we had the new energy in the band and and, and mark really took to it so that really helped push it along as well i, I if i remember right it was really you know um everyone had chimes in but it really adam and, and mark really tightened that thing up and, and and helped push it over the top okay very cool very cool well now of course too lyrically you know obviously peter the one line that sticks out and i'm sure you've gotten asked this a lot uh do you recognize my ass on your lips uh yeah. you know i know speaking to you before at sometimes you know when it comes to your you know your your lyrical approach when you're writing you've mentioned that you like to i mean it's something i think you do really well is you like to find sort of a line or something that'll, you know, it doesn't really necessarily have a ton of meaning to it within the song, but it's written in order really just to grab the listener and give it that hook. Um, I remember you telling us that with obviously read them uh, their rights and how that was kind of thrown in there as well. It just kind of, you know, someone's, you know, you said it or something, it just kind of stuck. You didn't necessarily yeah. have so much of a meaning with the song. So was that the sort of the same thing here? Was it something that you just wanted because it just, Obviously, Greg, the listener, like you did with me, and I'm sure lots of other listeners out there. Yeah, I mean, that one, the lyrics were a struggle. I, I've, I've mentioned in, in other times in the last few you know, months or so here, it, the lyrics were a struggle. I really wanted to make it uh, a, a bit of a political rant, protest, like a mini anthem. And okay. and I wasn't going to let that go and that, that, that concept. Uh, but I was forced to because it just wasn't happening. So with, within that, you know, I had to, I had to take, I took elements of what I had been working with uh, on, on the political rant side of things. And I, I weaved them back into what was uh, the, the final, the final concept, which is kind of just, you know, uh, failed, you know, you're basically your crazy ex, you know, in your life again, briefly. And you're, you're reminded that, you know, you know why you ended that one, but mm -hmm. uh, um, I still I, I was able to weave some of those political things in there, but I was missing something at the end that had had bite that more than anything satisfied me uh, as a singer and and a de the deliverer. So I, I was cycling through different ideas, and this was the the you know, do you rec recognize my ass on your lips? It was just something that it, it makes sense within the context of the song. It made a lot of sense to me. And 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 when I sang it for for Brina, who our, our keyboardist and, and engineer who you know track tracks my vocals, uh, also mm -hmm. my wife, 
uh, forgot that part, but, uh, um, you know, yeah. So priorities, right. Anyway. Um, so, you know, when I sang it for her, she was like, Oh, Oh, that of your choices, that, that, that one really stands out. Then I, I, I sang it for Kevin, our guitarist who was in the studio that day and, and he dug it and then gets passed around to Adam, Mark, a few other folks and, and, and everyone liked just the way it sort of stung stings at the end of the chorus and, and, that's that's how we land on it. and, and it, it 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 didn't come out of nowhere in the sense of like it's just like just random phrase it's just mm-hmm. you can twist you can twist your words in so many different ways with with one phrase especially a final phrase or an opening phrase you know and and this one sort of shapes it in a way that uh you know it's just got a bit of a to it and yes it's fun yeah you gotta absolutely. have some fun with it every once in a while right yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. No, it is funny, man. Like you said, it definitely grabs you. You know, and let's talk about the video, too, for the track. You know, I mean, that's a really cool video. The concept, it's got that 60s, you know, mod album cover art. Um, mm-hmm. And I like that beginning part, you know, before the song starts, where you guys are all kind of walking into the frames and your, your stripes there individually. Uh, talk about that video. I mean, where, you know, who, who put that together? That was a really cool concept, something that's really different i haven't really seen you know it's really cool it's it's uh the the director uh was david wolfgang he's uh he he does a lot of tv stuff and and some films as well he's uh it turns out he's the husband to uh brina's best friend he's the husband of brina's best friend and and we've known each other for quite a long time and wanted to work together but he's frankly been always traveling about the country uh doing uh different shooting different shows and the likes of that and we finally uh, we hooked up over um, over this past Halloween, and he's like, "Dude, he goes, we got to do do something together and send me some songs." So I sent him a couple songs. He's like, I, I, "I'll do any of them, but I, you know, which is the first one?" So I brought up this one. So he he came back to me with a concept, and um, and you know, and frankly, at first I was like, "This is this is really cool," but we we were, we have a videographer we've been working with for a while who's done most all of our other stuff, a guy named Ryan Calavano. Um, and, and we were trying to stick with him, but we couldn't get our schedule to work out with him. So I said, you know what, David, let's do it. And he was really enthusiastic. He put the whole concept together with his, uh, his, uh, editor and, and co-producer, a guy named, uh, Sal, Sal Scalafani. Yeah. Let me step back here. Let's put this in there. Uh, he put it together with Sal Scalafani, his, his editor and co-producer. And really we had nothing to do with it. The only thing that we knew was the mod art concept, which, which ironically Brina had had thrown in her uh, her lookboard as video ideas. They they chose from the same theme and, and it was they were actually pulling from a Dave Brubeck in London album from the mid sixties and that was it. The rest of us just showed up and did our thing, and uh, you know it was it was great. We shot it all in in what 10, 12 hours and um, and I got to give full credit to him. And yeah. oh, 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 I want to add one thing that intro walking sequence sequence that you ma- uh, mentioned. Mm-hmm. So so two two things to that one. W- we're watching this go down. I remember we're all laughing, you know, behind the set because we're like, there is we, he was explained what the concept was to us and how it was all going to work. And mm-hmm. we had to do a couple of retakes or recuts of certain scenes to make sure it, it sequenced right. But I remember watching. I'm, we're taking bets. We're like, "There's, there's no way this is going to work. There, we're going to have to scrap this idea. We'll just cut straight in the song. There's just no way. It was too, too confusing <laughs> how they would edit it all together. And miraculously, they did. And then, secondly, when they sent it to us, or we all got to watch it, we thought, "Well, you know, it's a long intro. Is anyone going to get it?" And we we're like, we we're like, "Fuck it. We like it. We love this long intro. It's so 
not appropriate to these times too when everyone's just like swipe 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 after like mm. you know 5 10 15 seconds but we stuck with it and i remember i think adam was the first one was like no man this is cool let's let's go with it so that's where we where we ended up
that's really cool. So, yeah, I mean, now with you guys also now, you got a big-time uh, mixer, obviously, that mixed this record for you guys, um, Tim Palmer, uh, who obviously has, you know, done so many, you know, records. I mean, Pearl Jam, he did 10. He's, of course, you know, done a ton of those British bands, you know, Tears for Fears, The Cure, he did David Bowie, Ozzy, Robert Plant, so forth. So how would you wind up connecting with too. Tim? I mean, that's a, that's a huge, huge get right there, obviously. Uh, they're referred to us by our folks at he was referred to us by our folks at Universal. Yeah. Oh, wow. And and we I, I was pretty taken pretty surprised that uh, we, we were able to lure Tim in. Um it, it was uh, one of those things where you know someone says, Okay, give him a shout, connects us. I, I give him a shout. He says he's really busy. I sent him a track, said please, please, and he says, Oh, I'll absolutely get involved and, and he mixed the first track. He he nailed it and uh we we got on the phone and talked some more after that and he was like i'm i'm into this let's let's do the whole album and uh he, you know adam can tell you he should tell you i mean he he brought so much to the table uh yeah. just, just finishing touches on things because we, we're self-produced it's just mm -hmm. the five of us working together brina's our engineer she's in the in the uh, control room the rest of us are in the tracking room and that's it so we don't have mm -hmm. any outside perspective. We rarely share much of anything outside of the five of us while we're writing and recording. So to, to get, you know, to get ears and, and, and experience from someone like him, not just not and not just because he's had hits, because it's stuff that we really love that. I mean, he, he he's made records that we love. Uh, mm -hmm. That was that was huge, huge, massive, cannot be underestimated. Yeah, was, that was a big hit. It was a big get for us. And, and, and not just that he is that good and he's done all those things, but most importantly, I think what he did for us was what needed to be done. I, he brought all the right elements, whether it's just that he's that good and he got it and knew what to do or whether his style fit what we needed. It, it was, it just worked out perfectly for us. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Yeah. Now he's obviously one of the, one of the big ones out there, man. So that's a great get, obviously. And like you said, but from what I've heard, obviously, the song, it's a, it's a fantastic mix. Now, you know, um, I was saying earlier, you know, this is obviously now your guys' first LP that you got coming out. And so, I mean, what approach, you know, if any, really, uh, you know, as a band, I mean, uh, or at least in your guys' case here, I mean, when uh, how do you approach, I guess, the LP being released, you know, uh, promoting it, marketing, everything, how, what, how do you do that differently than say what you've done obviously with the EPs? I mean, obviously, you know, obviously when you hear the word full length, there's obviously a, a different cachet and a different, it just tends to hold a lot more meat and juice than, you know, an EP. So what's, I mean, is there anything been, you know, have you guys had to like do anything obviously more extra that you've had to done with the EPs or you guys just still kind of doing what you, you've done obviously previously Walk us through that a little bit of how you're planning on, you know, working this record compared to the EPs. We're making it up every single day as we go. We're literally <laughs> making it up every day or maybe I exaggerate yeah. every week or so. I mean, uh, even even today I was on the fo phone with uh, with, you know, our publicity folks and we're talking about, well, we have our, our next single dropping uh, April 12th. <laughs> excuse me it's a track called uh, just getting started mm -hmm. and like okay are we going to drop the music video with with that because we didn't do the music video on the same day as the main track release for tell me this we did mm -hmm. what was called a, a backstory video where we had a, a video of us in the studio working on the track and then you know uh if you i don't know if you saw over it i did see it i saw it yeah pulling mm -hmm. you know sort of 
bit of a backstory about the song. So we have one for, for this song just getting started as well. Excuse me. <coughs> I had a bit of a small cold, so I'm just getting over it. Okay. Anyway, um, it's, it's not the, the smoke, so. Um, <laughs> Are you sure about that, Peter? Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so we're, we're debating things like that, and, and, and we're sitting here, and that's like, okay, well, do we put this email around it on Friday or Thursday? Do we do it at 9 a.m. or 5? Little stuff like that. And the, mm -hmm. the reality is is that there is no rhyme or reason. There, you, tr you try to, to get some type of regular routine, and there's a piece. There's some of that, maybe 50% of what you do, but the rest of it, honestly, break out the dice see what roll see what feels good that day and hope it works and and i know we're not alone in that so that's that's yeah. the only part that feels uh you know feels good about yeah, it. The, the one big thing that i noticed in the difference which is it, with today's world you don't want to like just drop an album and then we're going to see mm -hmm. it two years from now for our next release you know no. people attention spans are, are kind of short and there's so much mm -hmm. going on out there that people will forget about you if you're not out there so when you drop an ep you can do that twice as often right you break it up into two but the difference mm -hmm. here is we're taking this approach where we're releasing singles of like two or three of them ahead of the full length. So we don't mm -hmm. just drop an album and walk away from it. So yeah. that, to me, that's the biggest difference. But yeah, we're, we're making it up as we go along. I mean, Peter threw it out in the beginning of this is because we had a lot of songs. He's like, I think we should do a full length release. And we hadn't done one. So then we really took a lot of time to figure out, well, what does that mean for us? How do we approach it? And like you said, you, you just try something and see if it works. And if it does, do it again. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll add to that, that, you know, it, as Adam said, which, which is key, it's the most important thing, your attention spans are short. And, and even, yeah. even when people are fully with you engaged, they, they can quickly forget about you because, you know, they're the, the next day, an hour later, whatever, there's something else pulling at them. And I, I find that even for myself. And so what I started noticing was those artists whom are you know, in your face, so to speak, or in your eyes and ears on a, on a regular basis, weekly, daily, with something of quality, not just, you know, this is what I'm having for lunch, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and here I am, you know, standing, you know, outside the venue, pointing my finger up and going, you know, peace or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, something yeah. of, of some content that's, that has, that's maybe perhaps a bit timeless, that mm -hmm. uh, that allows you to then, you know, stay in, in people's eyes and ears, maybe pull them in more, especially if they're, you know, just getting to know you. And uh, so that's that's kind of the general strategy that we're working with is stay out there with quality content and, and keep reminding people. And, and, you know, on that note, like I'll say that w one of the things that's a, a strong reminder of that is, is for me at least was a band like U2. Uh, in this this last several months, we know they they did the Sphere tour and they did it without their main drummer, and mm -hmm. you know with their their founding drummer Larry Mullen, and Mullen, yeah. and 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 you know there were a lot of people, including myself, were like, "Are you guys nuts? You know, go out without him, take more time off." But I think they recognized that the, one, it was a great opportunity to play there, be the first act to at the Sphere, that is, and secondly, mm -hmm. you know, they're still they still want to stay relevant, so they need to stay out there doing stuff and. And, and you look at then all the promotions they put around that, the little video clips that they do, you know, or the, the shorts and the likes of that. And I'm like, if these guys are hustling like that, we better get off our asses and make sure we do it too. Cause they, they, they don't have to, there's, there's nothing, sure. they don't have anything to prove. And that they, they recognize that that's just what, what's required in today's world. And, and I think, uh, I think most folks are, you know, artists are now really recognizing that and stepping it up as, as best as they can. Yeah, well, like they said these days, you know, you're not just a, a musician anymore, right? you're a marketer. 
on top of it. I mean, you got to do everything. It's it's not just playing the music and then, you know, label takes care of everything. Obviously, you know, like you said, you've got to do all that. And so when you guys, you know, initially then form, when you when you put out Doomsday Noises, you know, it's like a, you guys have obviously done, I think, what a lot of new, you know, bands would do when they first start out. They put out an EP or two, release some singles, and then release the full length, which is what you're doing now. Was that sort of the plan from the beginning? Or is it, like you said, you've just been as you're going along and you said you're making it up i mean is that just kind of did you guys have a plan when you started like knowing how you wanted to sort of progress you know slowly because like you said the the attention span so short you know people hear your album or hear whatever it's great and they figure it you know on to the next thing you know a couple of days or a couple of weeks later no we we knew we wanted to take some time and we've we've known for months what the first few singles would be uh and, okay. and we may we may even get four or five singles deep we'll see how they each go uh, but we, we the, the album was was really wrapped up over the summer. Um, mm -hmm. Mixing of it and mastering was done by the early fall. Uh, so we've we've had quite some time to sit on it and reflect how we wanted to 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 you know uh, release things. And we knew for sure we wanted to put out a few singles to begin with. We thought we were going to be at faster pace, but but tell me this has been doing really well for us. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, we got our our universal. A special notice today that we streamed really great over the last couple of days in particular which is always fun and nice. uh did you get that one adam by the way i did say that's good so anyway um <laughs> you know so so with that being the case we're extending this the, the life at least the 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 initial lifespan of, of this song there, there'll be a lot more to it you know but uh before the next single that is and uh and you know but 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 you do you start finding a routine and part of that routine is you're just talking well what do we want to put out next what's appropriate we have all these assets to choose from you know that we have for instance the, the matt pinfield interview which was you know been very great yeah. very good for us so mm -hmm. yeah well, and i think also you know you, we, we kind of want to time the re release of the full album with being out there on the road and we got a lot of feelers out there for tours and things are coming so in the meantime if we keep dropping singles and videos and additional content, we keep the buzz hopefully going and building. So when those come through, we can drop the full release and, and, and really let it fly. Yeah. yeah. So, so are you guys not planning to, to tour, I guess that obviously now is uh, something you're going to, you're going to do full on now. I know it's been, uh, I know during the pandemic, obviously it's, you couldn't really do much, but so that obviously now that's, that's my other question was obviously you release a full length. I would assume that, yeah, a tour is going to follow with that is, so that's in the plans. That's yeah. the hopes. Yeah, that's 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 in the, in the in in the works right now. I mean, we're we're grinding at that one to to iron out details and stuff, and and mm -hmm. get the right touring opportunity. We don't want to just go out and mm -hmm. you know be be on stages where we don't belong, or it's just you know not bottom line, just not the right place for us. So, and that takes mm -hmm. some work, um, but it's all coming together. And uh, yeah, I mean, we and frankly, once we get on the road, we hope to stay out in the road for quite a while. Oh, really? Very cool. Oh, that's excellent. So, you know, I was I was mentioning earlier about, obviously, Doomsday Noises. Um, it's been almost, like I said, four years. And just from my end, you know, as a fan of the band, it's it's been really cool just really watching Sons of Silver to, you know, you guys not only continue as a band, but really grow the way you have. I mean, especially because, like you said, you started out with that record, came out right in the smack in the heart of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know, now normally when, you know, things like that happen and what's happened with a lot of bands for, uh, during that time was it could obviously easily derail any momentum that the band has. And with you guys, it seems like it's been sort of the opposite. And I'm sure a lot of it has to do, 
I know, you know, um, Adam, you know, Peter's told me, obviously, you guys have been, you know, good friends for years. Obviously, you've got, you know, Verena, your wife in the band. So there's already strong relationships there. But it seems like, if anything, the pandemic sort of, I almost, it seems like it almost made you guys sort of stronger in some ways. And maybe, like I said, maybe, maybe did that have to do, you think, with anything in terms of like, you know, I guess there was no expectations or no pressures when you're just coming out new, when you've got these, this music out, you can't tour nothing. So there's really not any sort of expectations or nothing. But do you think it actually allowed you guys, just having that pandemic, allowed you guys to then take it just easy going, you know, take it one step at a time, putting out your EPs, you know, little by little, um, and just kind of sort of methodically doing it at that pace. Uh, because like we say, you know, as you know, when bands have a, you know any sort of momentum that gets lost, mm-hmm. it's so hard to get that momentum back. And then obviously there's usually not great things that happen after that. So do you think that's allowed you guys to really grow, even though it wasn't really a good time or a thing at the time, but may have in the end be kind of beneficial to you guys overall as a band? Do you want to take that one first, Adam? Sure. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it, it wasn't. Obviously, no one could predict that coming and hitting us and all that. And um, uh, you know, time out. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, Peter. I'm, Peter did. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm artistically. Artistically. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the uh, but the whole thing was is you have to remember at that time we had just started to tour that and then we recorded that EP and when we released that EP when the, when the pandemic hit most of the songs for the second EP were already in some sort of development. So we had this plan of going and just dropping EPs and continuing to tour. And once we couldn't, that's when the idea of digging in and getting a full length, we had some other things to deal with. You know, obviously, you know, Dave decided he was changing, going on to do some other things in his world. So we had that to deal with in that process. But mostly we just kind of said, look, we've got this time. We can either sit on our thumbs because no point in releasing a whole bunch of stuff that we can't support although we did release the second EP, but we were like, you know, this has already been done work. Let's take this time and, and really push it. Let's, let's write more stuff. Let's, when this is over, let's come out of this with a whole bunch of new stuff that we can uh, use to approach and jump back on. So, I mean, it, I feel like it's worked out pretty well considering, but I don't think there's any way to really like scheme it like that. We just basically made the choice that we're going to work. Yeah. We just, it was a survival. You know, yeah. we're, we we believe we we enjoy making music music together. We enjoy hanging out with each other a lot, and uh, and we believe in what we're doing. And we we think uh, you know there's there's not just some good music there and some cool cool shows to be played behind them, but there's more, something more substantial. And and we stuck it out. And and you know, to be honest with you, it's been it's been it was difficult. It's really it's good to emerge from that because it was obviously it was difficult for everyone, but for us because we had a lot of momentum going into Doomsday Noises, we were, mm-hmm. you know, we had some pretty high expectations, and we weren't alone in that. And you know, like others, it got derailed, so we had to, uh, you know, reassess our schedule, our planning, and, and how we were going to keep it together. Oops, sorry. It's a reminder for my son but not anything important here. Anyway, nonetheless, we had to regroup and, and, and we found the best way, as, as Adam mentioned, was to you know, continue writing, recording some new songs and just be ready. And, and you know, we've kept ourselves kind of like Minutemen uh, and, and uh, ready to go at a moment's notice for you know, uh, any type of situation, be it a live stream, a show, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's paid off for us because now we are in demand and uh we are ready and had and and not not just with songs but also you know 
emotionally, physically, uh, playing wise, you know, stage wise. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been some work, but it's, it's been well worth it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, like I said, if, you know, as long as you keep putting out the songs you have been, man, it's, uh, you know, you're going to make a lot of your, your fans happy uh, with obviously what you've been doing and, and you keep doing. And so, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the new album now, I mean, you got an album title, any idea when it's going to be out? I mean, I know, I remember hearing something about late spring, early summer. Is that sort of still the, the timeline for that? Summer. Summer. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't have an official date. We're just, we, as soon as we feel like, hey, this is the time to do it, we'll drop it. There we go. Sure. That's, yeah. that's, that's the answer for you. But Let's it's ready to go. We could release okay. it tomorrow if we wanted. Yeah, it's been, oh, like good. I mentioned earlier, it's been ready to go for months. But yeah, I mean, basically, we're just feeling it out single by single, see what, seeing what's going on, seeing how the, you know, the schedule, the tour, touring schedule, live show schedule lines up. So, it, it, you know, obviously it's not going to be at a drop of a hat where someone's going to be like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, coming out tomorrow. But sure. mm -hmm. that said, you never know. I, I would say sometime by mid-late summer would be, you know, but that would be my guess. That's great. Well, I mean, that's, I guess that's the benefits. Well, you said when you're doing everything yourself, you can just, you don't have no, nobody at the top telling you get it out now, hurry up, hurry up type of thing. So, uh yeah, that's fantastic. Well, well, in the meantime, everyone can go ahead and they can check out the latest single for the video tell me this sons of silver it's out now on all the streaming platforms and video platforms and so guys what's the best place to send everyone to keep up with all things with the band and and where they can kind of purchase anything you guys get out there and all that good stuff i i think the best thing is just to search sons of silver whatever you know browser or search engine you use search sons of silver you'll find our website obviously uh but you'll you'll be taken to facebook if that's you know if that's your place if uh if you like instagram you can be, you find the links there. It's, you know, it's, it's when we, when we chose the name, one of the things we did was make sure that the name was uh, easily uh, findable in the sense of there, no, there weren't any competing, uh, not necessarily yeah. even competing bands, but some names that, that, you know, could sort of steal people's attention elsewhere. So Sons of Silver is now stamped. It's ours. All right. Fantastic. Well, there is some Sons of Silver telling me this. Be prepared for the new record coming out this summer, the first LP from the band. And, guys, Adam, Peter, thank you guys uh, both so much for coming on Aftershocks. I appreciate you taking the time. And, yeah, hopefully we'll see you out on the road sooner than later, of course. And, yeah, I'll be, I'll be checking it out. Absolutely. Yeah, Matt, thanks, thank thanks for reaching out, and thanks so much for having us, man. It's, it's great. Absolutely.